So I figure in honor of this being our bat wrap up episode, as well as now our holiday special, I guess, because this is now coming out in December versus coming out back in like August when it was originally supposed right. to. <laughs> <laughs> we should kick things off with a little holiday tune. So how about yeah. uh, some jingle bells? And Ooh. I know you know the kind. I think I know the kind. About. Yeah. Ready? Three, two, one. And jingle bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg. The Batmobile lost a wheel and the Joker got away. Hey! Oh, what did you? What did the Joker do for you? Oh, for me, he got away because the Batmobile lost a wheel. Oh, see, that makes sense. I just had the Joker taken ballet. Well, that's something. Yeah, I I think it's because he's very nimble. He's got that, you know. Well, probably like, because he's preparing for his prince performed by Danny Elfman. That's neither here nor there. But uh, hey, before we bat wrap up our bat wrap up, I say we have some words from our bat experts, our bat spurts. Thought we'd ask a couple more questions. Really take some time to ask about Batman, you know. Different than the rest of this season. (laughs) (laughs) So we talked to our friend Brian from the Electric Monster Podcast. Scott from the bank. And my seven-year-old son, Teo. Here's what they had to say about Batmans. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Hi, I'm Scott. Hey, I'm Brian. I'm Teo and I'm seven years old. Who's the best Batman? Best Batman? Might be Pattinson. Favorite Batman would be um, Bale. The Lego Batman because <laughs> I like Legos and I also like the design on the torso that it has like the chest and the belt and the bat signal like on that one chest and I like how it looks. And of course, you know, we got to ask since we asked who's the best, who is your least favorite Batman? Least favorite Batman, Clooney. Honestly, yeah, that was uh, that was rough. Worst Batman. I think that that has to default to George Clooney because he's not really doing anything. If anything, he's aping Adam West that whole time. And that said, you know, this isn't an anti uh, nipples on a bat suit thing. I am pro nipples on a bat suit. I just want that to be stated on the record. This is a pro nipple podcaster. Who's the best Bruce Wayne? Favorite Bruce? Go and Clooney. Yeah, go and Clooney. The Lego Bruce Wayne. I like how in most of the movies, his like um little like um what he wears is black, and in the Lego um Batman movie, it's wider. Best Bruce is Christian Bale. <laughs> Who's your favorite Alfred? Favorite Alfred, Michael Keaton, or not Michael Keaton, um, <laughs> Val Kilmer, um, Nolanverse. I like that animated Alfred. I like his mustache. <laughs> Best Alfred. I mean, the cop-out answer would be the animated series Alfred. He's probably the best, and I mean, really, that's probably the best Batman as well. But if we're going with a live-action Alfred, I don't think it's Michael Caine. I don't think it's Michael Goff. So I guess it defaults to Andy Serkis in a mocap suit, right? That's That has to be the answer. Because, you know, he's actually helping with the detective work. He's doing the whole former SAS thing. What about the best Batmobile? 
Supercharger. Best Batmobile, I think, is the, might be the Pattinson one. If not that, the 89 version, even though it's very impractical. But it looks great. I like the Tumblr because um, it looks strong. And I like how most of the whole thing is just black. While in um, some of the other cars, it's like gray, black, and red. So that's why I like it. It also looks strong. Who's your favorite? Commissioner Gordon. Best commissioners. That's actually tough now. <laughs> um, Jiffer Wright's really good. He's really good. He's got a great mustache. Looks great in glasses. Yeah, that's a toss. That's a toss up between Gary Oldman and the Batman, Jeffrey Wright. Why is Thomas the train on it? I'd say the best Gordon. I'm going to go with Gary Oldman. I'll say the uh, Dark Knight trilogy, Gordon. He had the grit, he had the heart. He acted the hell out of it, so I say definitely Oldman Gordon. Who's the best bad guy? Best villain, Bane from uh, Batman and Robin. <laughs> For pure enjoyment's sake, I guess if you want the real answer, let's say the Mark Hamill Phantasm Joker. That's what we'll say is the is my my pick. Yeah, best villain Joker, Ledger, because he fully truly portrayed the antithesis to Batman, to pushing him to the absolute edge of everything that he believes in for all of the ways that he knows and thinks to manipulate Batman. I like the um, Lego Batman um, bad guys because um, in most of all the Batman movies, um, that one has the most bad guys from any of the Batman movies. What's your favorite movie? Favorite movie? What's your favorite Batman movie? Oh, I was going to say Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, okay, so favorite Batman movie, Batman Forever, because of the nostalgia factor, because Batman is tied into my childhood. It's always going to be a part of where I started as a nerd, where I will be going as a nerd. So that one, I think, will always have that special spot in my heart. Batman is a lot more versatile than I think people give him credit for. I don't think it's as easy to narrow down to a favorite one, but for the sake of your quiz, Batman Forever. That's my comfort bat. My bat comfort, if you will. Batman Robin. Because how I like it, I like how um, Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy and Boom work together in that, that one movie. And... I also really like the Batman in it. Probably 89 or Returns, depending on how I'm feeling at the time. I watch Returns like every holiday season, every like Christmas, you know? <laughs> yeah, 89 I could literally put on and watch any time ever. Like, there's never a time when somebody would be like, you want to watch Batman? They put on 89 and be like, no, I'm going to watch it every time. It doesn't matter. Sorry, kids, I can't. You see, crime never takes a holiday. I don't know. I have a good <laughs> feeling about this. Ladies and gentlemen, we made it through season two. <laughs> like we said in Ooh. our intro there, significantly later than expected, but... 
life happens, you know, uh, I am a full-time podcaster. This is literally my job is to edit and produce podcasts. So honestly, when I got done with my work day and then it came to Tyler and I's recordings, it was kind of like, I've already done a lot of work. I don't want to do any more. Yeah. I I am paying Craig to be here right now. (laughs) I'm lucky to be on his dime uh, because that is what he is paying me a dime. Again, we apologize for this being significantly later, but you know what? Again, it makes it a holiday special, right? So uh, you can be listening to this around the fire. The campfire, hopefully not your house fire. Uh, hopefully not. <laughs> Opening up presents, like Craig and I. Uh, I have yeah. here a full Batman suit that I'm wearing. Yeah, it's the one with nipples because, honestly, Tyler does not show enough nip for me. <laughs> Again, being a largely auditory medium, I didn't see it as necessary. <laughs> You want to talk a little bit about the episode, what what it's going to be, what it's not going to be? Yeah, so this episode is not going to be about any particular Batman. I'll tell you that much. Right. Batman? Is it Batman or Batmans? I think it'd be Batmen. Batmen? I mean, it doesn't matter. You have enough of them in a room, it's an orphanage, right? So, like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I may have set you up for that one. I may have been holding on to that (laughs) for a while. (laughs) Okay. Well, actually, before we get started, I just wanted to make a quick editor's note about last episode. We had our obituary segment. And then the week that we were releasing it immediately before we went to post it, Kevin Conroy passes away. It's like a Batman passed away. Yeah, it's pretty frustrating uh, because we were trying to be silly and funny by making light of the situation by mentioning people that right. weren't necessarily involved in the movies. Like, I think we mentioned, like, the Queen, right? And we mentioned <laughs> Coolio, neither of which prominently, pl- like, you know, we mentioned the Queen and then Coolio only, like, cameos in Batman and Robin. Right. And so we were just trying to make, like, a silly joke and then, like, the week that episode comes out, Ugh. a Batman dies. Not only a Batman, like the Batman for me, like my Batman. Yeah. It's not uncommon that people say like, you know, when they read comics, like Kevin Conroy is their Batman. And mm. that holds 100% true for me. Like that was a rough one. That yeah. was a rough one. <laughs> so we just wanted to, you know, walk back our joking nature of death of, of death. <laughs> Maybe we could have spent our time a little better coming up with better jokes. A little um, better. Uh, sorry, the queen. Sorry, the queen and Coolio. Coolio. Mr. Coolio. And I guess the film Batgirl <laughs> and Ezra Miller's <laughs> film career. career. Yeah. <laughs> and Hathaway. And Hathaway. <laughs> I, did that joke? Okay. I can't remember if that actually made it to the show. <laughs> When we started, when we did our Dark Knight Rises episode, for some reason, <laughs> I thought it would be hilarious if I just pretended I thought Anne Hathaway was dead. <laughs> uh, we'll get into more like bits that I thought would be hilarious that didn't make it into the show later, but I don't think that one actually ended up making it. <laughs> because I think the joke went like, 
in our this movie stars blah 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 and then i say <laughs> when it gets to anne hathaway you go yeah and anne hathaway and i say rest in peace and you're like she's not dead <laughs> i think it's in one of the episodes i don't know that it made it into dark knight rises but i think it made it into one of the episodes following but oh thank god yeah that's uh <laughs> but yeah anyway this show right um <laughs> There, there's yeah. What are we? What are we talking? About? How did we get done this rabbit trail? What are we trail? talking about? Uh, it wouldn't be I hack fat without rabbit trails, right? Yeah, rabbit so, trails. Rabbit trails. Rabbit trails. Yeah. <laughs> so what should they expect from this episode, Tyler? If not our regular episode, because you you chimed in with your editor's note, right? Well, so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So it's important to know. Uh, first of all, there's no movie to watch prior to listening to our episode, unless you count all of the movies. You know, I've got some questions uh, for us to think about, comparing okay. uh, different Batman, different movies. What about contrasting? Yeah, contrasting, hues, saturation, all the... All the things that <laughs> Teo knows about, right? Like different color palettes. <laughs> I like the really, really dark black in this one. <laughs> Oh, he's an angel. Yes, so good. <laughs> so yeah, we got some questions to go over. We also have different pieces that didn't make it into mm-hmm. the series as a whole. Finally, we have what you and I thought of this series, right? At what we had fun with or or didn't have fun with. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. Yeah, this will be a fun episode. I, again, different. Don't expect quite as many. Uh, well, you know, last season we called them sound bites. This season we called them uh, sound bats. That's right. Because even between the two of us, we kept our puns aplenty. So. <laughs> Yes. Too too much at times, but... All too much. <laughs> to the point where one time I texted Ty and I said, for God's sake, just label it the name of the movie so I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Let's dive in. So, I thought we could first do a quick recap of the movies we went over. That way... When we start comparing them, uh, people remember what we're talking about. (laughs) Yes. Hopefully the new listener that tuned in for this one specifically is like, oh, okay, that's what they, uh, maybe I'll go back and listen to that. Yeah. Maybe I'll I'll go back. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe I'll go back, Jim. Maybe I'll go back and listen to that one. (laughs) This episode's also going to have a lot of impressions. (laughs) (laughs) Or, or as I did that guy's impression. Listen to that one, Jim. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll find out. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> you can't let me, Craig. Let's go ahead and move on already. <laughs> so we started out with Batman '66, your favorite so far, <laughs> starting with that episode at least. <laughs> that is the Batman that I grew up with. I had it on VHS. We had lots of fun things to say about Mister Adam West and Burt Ward. Yeah, then we went into Batman '89. Followed by Batman Returns, both starring Michael Keaton as our caped crusader. We took a little dive into Kevin Conroy after that, as his film came out next sequentially, uh, as far as time is concerned. Of course, we kind of only based everything on that 
movie as opposed to like all of his work on Batman the Animated Series, the Justice League Animated Series, all the things that he's done since then. But then we kind of focused in on his performance in Mask of the Phantasm. So we did that one next. Uh, after that, we went back to live action. Yep. From Iceman to Batman, Mr. Val Kilmer himself in Batman Forever. From Batman to Iceman. <laughs> No, he was he was Iceman first, and then Batman. Oh, Val Kilmer was the Iceman. Yes. Okay, I was making reference to Batman and Robin, who also fight an Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> no, Iceman, as in uh, you know, from from Top Gun, uh, Val Kilmer's character. Top Gun. Now that's the one with Val Kilmer playing uh, Iceman. Iceman, right? His name is Iceman. <laughs> Yes. Is that is that the movie that you're thinking? Yes, of? yes, that is that is the movie I believe I'm thinking okay. of. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> so then George Clooney. Yeah. As as Batman and Batman and Robin. From there we take a several year gap to Batman Begins, where we finally reach the modern era of cinema for Tyler. <laughs> Two thousand and five. <laughs> we have Batman Begins, Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises, all-star in Christian Bale. After that, we dove into Batfleck. Right. Ben Affleck's tenure as Batman across several films, and none of which were very... Enjoyable. Great. Um, <laughs> and then Lego Batman uh, with Will Arnett. And finally, Robert Pattinson slash Pattinson as the Batman. He gets an article. From this year. Actual current. Yeah. Literally current. Yeah. <laughs> <Batman>. <laughs> Like, it was a Black Friday deal to buy that movie this year. <laughs> awesome. That's our coverage. That's what we're talking about. So, first of all, what was the best movie? Of all of them? Yeah, of all, all the movies that we watched, what's the best Batman movie? All the Bat movies. So, I'm trying to think which ones I ranked the highest. I mean, <laughs> gosh, I feel like I ranked Phantasm 5. I ranked... Uh, Dark Knight 5, Batman Begins 5, I ranked uh, Batfleck as a whole 5, uh, I ranked Lego Batman movie a 5, I ranked The Batman a 5. <laughs> I really like liking things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That is apparent. <laughs> um, so, it's hard to say like what a favorite would be. Like, if you gave me an option of a Batman movie that I took with me to a desert island, that kind of thing. Ooh. The the old desert island trope. This is really firing with me right now. I've been watching a lot of Lost recently, so go ahead. Oh, well, you're you're in for as much disappointment as uh, George Clooney was after he signed up for Batman <laughs> Robin. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. <laughs> Speaking of, did you see that they're making another George Clooney Batman movie? Oh, yeah? Is this a setup? <laughs> yeah, he's like... The look on your face told me it was a setup. <laughs> he's like growing coffee down in uh, Honduras now, and uh, it's his comeback. Are you talking about the George Clooney coffee commercials? <laughs> Where he's like the narrator for these coffee commercials? Yeah, it's like an espresso ad. <laughs> I just saw one of those on Hulu. That's literally the only reason I know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bat Island, I believe, is the title of that one. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? 
So on this desert island of bats and Honduran okay, coffee. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. If I picked a movie of Batman to take with me to a desert island wherein I had the opportunity to watch a Batman movie every night on a desert island without, you know, technology influencing it. Because, you know, when we, when you get into, like, island discussions, it starts to get, like, well, do I have a phone? Well, do I have the internet? Whatever. You know, if I have a rock that somehow magically plays a movie. Or a coconut. You know what? It's a coconut. Let's assume it's a coconut. <laughs> All right. Between a rock and a coconut, I'm going to assume the coconut can play the movie. That's probably accurate. Uh, <laughs> Let's continue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been 26 minutes. Let's continue. <laughs> Tyler's over here like, let's move forward. Let's not discuss coconuts and rocks. <laughs> uh, I'm going to probably pick Lego Batman movie. Mm. Now, a lot of that is based just on the fact that like it has kind of this like level of almost endless rewatchability because of the constant Easter eggs and constant like, you know, jokes like it. Yeah, there's there's a joke. It, it's got, you know, Simpsons level joke a minute sort of stuff. Like if they're background things, if they're or, sorry, background things, if they're yeah. just spoken jokes like it, it just it has that sort of like I'm sure there's still stuff from that movie, despite me having seen it several times now, like that I am just missing joke wise. Yeah, the seemingly endless amount of Easter eggs I feel like is a super valid reason to want to bring a movie because you could just keep rewatching. I could, yeah, because like I could still catch new things. Because I mean, I even remember like I watched this movie after we had talked about it. Because again, it's one of Teo's favorite movies, mm. so we had watched it again, and I saw some sort of like visual Easter egg that was like the name of a comics character as a company or something like that. And I was like, "Oh, brilliant, beautiful!" Oh. Like, but it was something I'd never noticed before. Yeah, something like that. So, what about you? Do you have a favorite? Uh, see, and I, I'm not even saying that's like my favorite Batman movie per se, but like that's that's the Revisitor. You know, again, a lot of that is like. You don't have that without all the other Batman movies. Yeah, you're totally right. Like, the Lego Batman movie doesn't exist without every other Batman movie that came before it. Like, it is just the perfect culmination of 50 years of cinematic gold leading up to it, right? Like, at least three years, yeah. At least at least three years, right, yeah. At least three at least years, th yeah. I, again, I'm bad at math or, like, <laughs> uh, time, but... <laughs> <laughs> so I think that would be mine too, because I would just, I have all this time. I would just want to like stop each frame and analyze it and, you know, make sure I know everything about it. Or at least I'm making a list of things I need to research when I get back to wherever I'm lost from. Civilization. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> from wherever you're <laughs> lost from. <laughs> Next season on IHAGFAT, lost. <laughs> <laughs> Which movie had the highest slash lowest impact or crisis, crises in a movie? Does that make sense? Did I ask that right? 
Do you mean like the like the stakes within the film? Like what was the lowest? Yeah. Okay. What was being solved? So I guess going through them, what like sixty six? We have him. Sixty six was kind of a solving, big deal. Solving with a big uh, air quotes around it. Yeah. The, the UN being vaporized. Or yeah. So that one wasn't even solved, right? Because you have the world leaders vaporized forever and. And then these new baby people born and now suddenly in charge of the world. <laughs> so, and, and people who are outside of that room are none the wiser. So who knows the fallout that occurred right. from <laughs> that Batman and Robin saving the day. Uh, so that's pretty high stakes. I would say, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's 89? The like... Uh... With the balloons? No, uh, the yeah, the balloons. Joker gas. So, like, taking over Gotham, killing everyone in Gotham. So, uh, yeah, Joker. Pretty haphazardly killing people, you know? Like, not, no no regard for human life, certainly. Right. On the Joker's part. Right. So, Gotham-centric, but stakes. people are dying. So, higher, right? But still not, higher, like, UN yeah. fallout of... UN Security yeah. Council, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's, so, Returns so, is, like, the... Penguins to trying to be mayor? Political sphere, yeah, of, of Gotham. So, again, Gotham-centric issues. Christopher Walken's trying to be mayor. They're all trying to be mayor. Christopher Walken, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to run both Macy's and a power plant. <laughs> right, uh, <laughs> nuclear-powered couch sales. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Phantasm. Phantasm is crime lords are being slaughtered and so he feels yeah it's the so that's that's actually kind of helpful that's actually kind of a good thing (laughs) as far as like uh, you know on the morality scale (laughs) um phantasm is killing the mob (laughs) or crime lords and stuff and yeah so it's you know that's kind of i'd say that's probably really low stakes (laughs) Um, yeah really low stakes Kind of a I don't murky, say, kind of a murky state. I'm not saying you should kill people, crime lords, uh, political assassinations. I know we took some rough stances this season yeah. as far as you know, no political killings, no. Yeah, we're not the <laughs> no, CIA. Uh, right. Oh my god! <laughs> but uh, so none of that. But. <laughs> So Phantasm, he kills the, she kills the people. Right. Um, and he stops what's, her. Uh, so then he stops her forever. So really, Batman's just a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, Batman Forever is a is like the Riddler trying to absorb human knowledge, right? Like not a big deal. Does the Riddler kill anyone? Not really. He just gets them to buy stuff. Yeah, that's just capitalism. That's already an issue. Like, that's... (laughs) Yeah, that's just putting a green suit on it. And Two-Face is also just, like... He's just... I I don't even know what Two-Face is doing in that movie. He's just coloring stuff, different colors. Half and half, yeah. yeah. Um, He's just ordering espressos that are (laughs) overly creamed. (laughs) So then you get... So, Batman and Robin, that's pretty high stakes, right? Like, he's trying to freeze the world, Mr. Freeze. Is it the whole world, or is it just Gotham? I don't know. It's the, I think it's the whole world, right? Like, he's... Yeah, could be. 
I don't know. I was very, I was very intoxicated for that episode. <laughs> we'll get to that and that movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tune, tune in uh, for that. <laughs> so yeah, I but like I guess Poison Ivy is trying to like save the planet, right? The planet, planet from like Green Thumb style. So those planet, two wouldn't have like... worked out as villain co bosses anyway. Yeah, they would have taken care of it. So kind of like not that it's not high stakes, but it's kind of a moot point. Like. Once they did enough damage, they would have realized that, well, this isn't going to work, and then they would have... Right. It's like those friends that want to be on each other's team for dodgeball come to find out once you defeat the other team in dodgeball, the only team to defeat is yourself. It's just like that. Am I talking about dodgeball? I don't remember. (laughs) If you can catch a wrench, Craig, you can host a podcast. (laughs) If you can catch a wrench, you can do a podcast. (laughs) Which is not untrue (laughs) coming from someone that edits 26 plus episodes of podcasts a week (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say that's what our tryouts looked like for the panelist (laughs) yeah we just we were like hey we're gonna chuck wrenches at you and that's why we only have us two as the hosts (laughs) no one was willing to take a wrench for batman not like you and I. <laughs> so, um, okay. So moving forward, we got uh, Batman Begins, which is Ra's al Ghul trying to conquer Gotham. So yeah, again, a very Gotham-centric plot as far as destruction goes. Right. Still probably like the most like destructive because he wanted to burn Gotham to the ground, right? Like he wasn't just like, he literally wanted it to be like the fall of Rome. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's higher stakes even than like the eighties, nineties sort of stuff, I guess. That's true. Dark, Dark Knight Rises, uh, Dark Knight, that's like Batman centric, right? He just wants to mess with Batman. Right. He's messing with Gotham to mess with Batman. It's not even. Mm. Yeah. So again, that's, that's one more where. If Batman would just leave, the story would be done. The criminal done away. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Who's to say? Uh, it also helps that the actor died, so they couldn't really make the, <laughs> the villain come back after. <laughs> that the actor died. That's not the right way to say that. <laughs> I know, but... <laughs> um, okay. So then, uh, so Dark Knight Rises is Gotham's Reckoning yet again, right? Gollum's reckoning. He's a little Razagul <laughs> mini me slash big bigger me. So that's again very Gotham centric, but it does involve a nuclear bomb, and mm. nuclear bombs have nuclear fallout. So that's a bigger deal, right? Like, I mean, he he took it out over the bay, but like, yeah. There's still going to be some environmental fallout down the road. I don't know about from that. I mean, some fish are going to die. Bigger fish. Um, <laughs> bigger nuclear radiated fish. Maybe that's how we got Aquaman. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's why Aquaman isn't in the Dark Knight Rises universe. He was obliterated with a nuclear bomb. Or he started from the radiation of the nuclear bomb. Maybe. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's what took him so long, right? I was thinking he was like swimming to Gotham trying to help. (laughs) And then he's like, I'm almost there. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Can't talk your fish way out of that. (laughs) Okay, so then we had Batfleck, which, okay, so probably the highest stakes then in this one. 
based on based on Justice League because oh you're right because that's like a world ending like that's like right Darkseid wants to turn the world into like the anti-life equation and like yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. no that's that's definitely the highest stakes definitely. right like yeah, of everything like even like a nuclear bomb or like the UN Security Council like this is like a alien race right terraforming the world into someone else's design. Yeah, because like, if, he, if he was going to do this to Earth, who knows how many, like, countless planets it would happen to afterward, right? So... Right, even even the countless planets that he did before this, right? right? So, like that's, so, yeah. so Batman really did everyone else a solid, and that saved who knows how many lives from... At least three. At least uh, three. Back to the again, three. I'm very yeah. bad at math. Yeah. Can only count on the left hand. Well, I can only count on my left hand, and the problem is I'm blind in my left eye. So it's like... <laughs> it's only when I'm looking that direction in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> so then the Lego Batman movie Lego Batman is probably the lowest stakes. Joker just wants to be Batman's friend. <laughs> Friendship is the highest stake, truly. Oh, yes. Uh, highest emotional stake, you know. But like as far as the world ending, you know, there were like Lego plates falling apart. Right. And that was the <laughs> Right. No, that was it. That was the issue. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably the lowest stakes, because, like, even that is, like, I think it's, you know, supposed to be set in the same world as the Lego movie, where it's just, like, a kid playing with Legos yeah. between the pew, 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 and, like, Everything know, Lego else. stuff yes. happening. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, that's definitely the lowest stakes. Then the Batman. The Batman. That's, again, we're talking, like, political assassinations and just saw murdering yeah. sort of stuff, like... Which again is is it's all the political assassination. Yeah, some like, bad people died. Yeah, <laughs> some crooked folks died. Yeah, again, we're not saying you should kill your public servants. Please do not take that in any way, shape, or form yeah. as what we are saying. <laughs> I think we we denounced it way back in uh, Batman the movie of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We talked one, about these. One of. <laughs> Guys, we did these back in February. Yeah. Like, this is... <laughs> I can't remember what we talked about then. Anyways, don't kill your public servants. You know, write a mean letter at the very least. Uh, poop on their lawn. Something. At, at the very most. Don't yeah. kill yeah, them. Yeah, right. Right. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So, going back to our Desert Island movie, both of us decided that it's going to be Lego Batman. So Lego Batman, lowest stakes, most enjoyable to watch versus the Batfleck movies, probably highest stakes, or at least the Justice League, highest stakes. And I would think least enjoyable to that's watch. That's probably the one that's, yeah, least re rewatchable. So is there, is this coincidence or? Are you trying to say like, is correlation causation in this? Yeah, situation? is correlation causation in? In the Batman world? I don't know. That's a good, you ask the questions no one has dared ask before. Because <laughs> I just didn't like to watch Batfleck. Right. Like you didn't like to watch the movies that he was in. That's. I That's certainly right. liked to watch Batfleck. Uh, we'll get into that probably oh. in a minute. Um, <laughs> I I love a watch to Batfleck. Mm. So yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So the, yeah, that's that's definitely an interesting theory that like the the higher the stakes, the lower rewatchability it has. Yeah, that's interesting. We're gonna chart this. Uh, it'll be on our uh, LinkedIn. That's uh- <laughs> <laughs> the movies. Like, who was the best Batman? Okay, so who's the best like film Batman? Right. That's the question, right? Of the films that we discussed. Right. Outside of, you know... 1938. Triple X... I was going to say the Triple X parody of uh, Batman. (laughs) Vin Diesel was in Batman? (laughs) Family. I was going a raunchy route, and you went the filthy route. (laughs) (laughs) So who's the best Batman? So what? I mean, like, we've got Adam West... Michael Heaton, Kevin Conroy, Val Kilmer, uh, George Clooney, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Christian Bale, Bale, Batfleck, Will Arnett, and Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Right. So we've got plenty of Batman to choose from. Only a few of them had so many opportunities. You know, like multiple chances to do it. Sure. It's a situation where we should probably roll out Kevin Conroy, despite him being the voice of Batman. You know, he only big screened him one time, right? Like, okay. Uh, and since we're talking about, like, wide theatrical released films, we should probably... Like, he, he did great. Yeah. And he's an amazing Batman. It's hard to interpret his Batman, since that was supposed to be, like, a culmination of his... Mm serial work yeah his series you know we get it it's it's also hard to discuss like who is the best batman when you talk about these because all of them brought an entirely different set of batmanning to the films right like they're not yeah bat traits bat traits uh ass bats that's supposed to be aspects um I don't know if that was clear in the pun or not. That sounds like a really, really painful hemorrhoid. I've got the ass bats. (laughs) They're practically flying out. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, so you'd actually almost have to separate it into the different types of best, right? Who is the best superhero? Yeah, so, yeah, we got, like, who's the best superhero? Who's the best detective? Who's the best Bruce? Who's the best, like, I I don't know. It's almost like you would need, like, a rating system per Batman, Mm. per movie, per... And it's such a subjective, right? Like... Yeah, who has the best physique? Who has the best physique? The answer to that is automatically (laughs) Ben Affleck. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's not subjective at all. Because, like, Bale can get it, you know? Bale can get it, but... Ben Affleck, man. Chin alone. <laughs> and his butt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 So, all right. So, let's talk about the best detective Batman. Who's the best detective Batman? I think for, for me, hands down, it's going to be Robert Pattinson. He was just... Yeah. I mean, that one's definitely set up like a, like a film noir detective story, right. right? Like, so easily, that's that's kind of your top Batman. But then on the same token, like Kevin Conroy's Batman... That he did the most detective work up until this year, right? Like, in that film, he did so much, like, scoping around, interrogating people, like... Stealing paintings off the walls. Stealing paintings, uh, putting them in his bat pocket. (laughs) Like... Yeah. (laughs) So, it's a situation where, like, 
Yeah, I. But Pattinson is probably our best like on screen live action detective comics Batman. Like he does plenty of fighting. He does plenty of like other stuff. But he's the detective of the bunch. Yeah. He just seems to know stuff off the bat. Off the, off the bat. Oh. Ah, ah. <laughs> How do we not make that one all season? <laughs> <laughs> Even, even in the Batman where he's holding a bat right off the uh, missed opportunity. So we're here now. Anyways, anyway. he's, he's... So the best detective. So Pattinson probably gets that one, yeah. right? Like, if we're talking detectives, though, Adam West was able to detect things based on nothing. <laughs> he went from absolute no clue to <laughs> that's talking through it with his partners to... Yeah. <laughs> I've solved the mystery. Yeah. And getting other people to confer. Yeah. Well, there's something to be said about... I mean, he had a way with words, right? You know, we found out that, like, Keaton's Batman did some investigating, but off screen. I don't know. I'm just trying... So, yeah, I still think Pattinson... Advantage Pattinson on detecting, right? What about, like, best uh, superhero? He's in the superhero realm, the best super bat. Super bat. So I, for me, that one's going to like automatically go to Affleck. He's the only one that fought with superheroes. Right. Other ones kind of fought some supervillains, like Clooney fights, you know, somebody with like an ice gun and plant powers and stuff, but like so poorly used on both of their parts. (laughs) And yeah, so like he's the only one that literally fights along superheroes and holds his own. And again, Conroy kind of falls out of the conversation in that circumstance because his Batman does go on to fight with superheroes in the Justice League animated movies and and animated series and stuff but like if we're basing it in that film right right which we you know we did with adam west like we got to base it on what's there on the silver screen yeah Yeah, i mean i advantage affleck and not just because of that chin it's because he's the only one who fought with superheroes yeah right like he is i agree with that who was the best bruce who's the best bruce see there there we go diving into some other stuff i don't do you have a thought on that (sighs) i have an answer i i'm curious what yours is first I think for me, the best Bruce is going to be Christian Bale. I think he did such an excellent job at being that billionaire playboy. I mean, he's just, he's had so much practice at it. (laughs) But (laughs) but yeah. So yeah, same answer. Same answer. Mine is, I guess, based on like, he's the only one that like we spend a significant amount of time as Bruce with. We spend a significant amount of time as Mm -hmm. Bruce and Batman. There's a good balance in the Dark Knight trilogy between the two. And we we start with Bruce, right? Like Batman Begins is a Bruce Wayne becoming Batman right, film. Right. So that's that's another like huge advantage Bale has over any of these other Batman as far as like who's the best Batman. He's the only one that's gotten a beginning, middle, and end to his sure. Batman on film. Like there there's a start and there's an end. All these other ones have had like various starting points or various where their character ended up, but like None of them have had the... Such clear, like, beginning yeah. and... Lines. Yeah. 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 That's really interesting. I think Robert Pattinson has huge potential to go that way. 100%. Uh, so, it'd be really yeah. interesting to see what is going to become of that Batman uh, in the next... Yeah. I'm excited. And, I mean, I think, like, Bale just has this, like, again, like I said, this huge advantage of being beginning middle and end Batman and... We got to see so much of Bruce and like what makes Bruce tick as to how that 
turns into Batman. Bat scared him as a kid. He thinks he can do more because he has the money. Like, there's just, like, some huge advantages to Christian Bale's portrayal of Batman slash Bruce Wayne that the other ones don't necessarily get. Even in, like, the Ben Affleck movies, despite that physique, you know, he can't save people from... Zod and Superman 9-11-ing all over the place. You know what I mean? Like, there's some limits to what that Bruce Wayne <laughs> can do. <laughs> Even in the all those movies, like, he does some Bruce Wayne-ing, but it's all Batman. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Robert Pattinson is the same. You know what, though? It's hard to discount Clooney from this conversation because he is Bruce Wayne. Yeah. In that movie, like, George Clooney. Hi. I'm Bruce Wayne. Is a millionaire playboy. (laughs) Right. Like, yeah. So it's hard to discount him as as far as like who is the best Bruce Wayne as far as like a stereotype of Bruce Wayne. But still, like as far as the best journey of a Bruce Wayne we get, Mm. I think think that does belong to Bale. That's a good way of putting it. Definitely. Yeah. That just makes me more excited to see more from Robert Pattinson. It's going to be good. Right. Because they, they set the Batman up to further, like, he can do more good. As Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Also as Bruce Wayne. Like, he didn't even realize Bruce Wayne was an option. So I'm interested to see if that's something that they lean into or not. Yeah, his character can be, like, that much more dynamic now. Like, it, the good is not just from Batman. It's, oh, oh man, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Let's, let's hear it. Yeah. Here comes Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know... If I have a great answer to this, but I think we'd be remiss if we didn't do a battle royale of sorts. Who's going to win in a bat fight if we compare all the Batman that we have discussed? All all the Batman yeah. in a fight. Again, I don't I don't want to just lean into this Ben Affleck situation. <laughs> Too late for that. But, but I think it'd be Ben Affleck, <laughs> though, right? Like, he fought Superman. It's hard not to lean into that situation when it is so handsome. <laughs> like... <laughs> So, wait, are you saying who would win in a fight or who do I most want to cuddle with? Because I took it one way. <laughs> a pillow fight. No, who would win in a pillow fight? <laughs> no, I, I, I think in a, in a fight fight, cage match, you know, killer bone saw is ready. Who's, who's coming out of this? Got you for three minutes. Three minutes of pain. Back to the three. <laughs> three minutes that's all it takes yeah that's all it takes but i do i do think it would be ben affleck because he you know went and found out what superman's kryptonite was uh kryptonite and it was kryptonite and then used it to his full advantage (laughs) to beat down on him and until he died ish yeah (laughs) nothing like a mother's name to bring you back from death (laughs) Do do you disagree do you agree no, I don't disagree. I, again, I started this conversation with the bat flag. <laughs> like, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's 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 got the gadgets. He's got he's got all those bat crawlers and bat machines. And yeah, I saw him chain in combos. Right. I mean, he's like, a criminal now, so a, a... he's got crime on his side. <laughs> He'll take those low punches. Yeah. Batfleck, advantage Batfleck. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, so that's that's Batman. Want to talk about the other good guys? What other good guys? Well, who is the best sidekick? So we got our Robins, right? We got our Chris O'Donnell. We got oh, and Burt Ward, and then Michael Sarah Lego Robin. Yes, of course. Uh, he's just endlessly optimistic and just a sunshine of joy. So why would he not be the the best choice? Yeah. I guess we got John Robin Blake too. I guess, I guess. <laughs> like yes, indeed, Marlon Wayans. 
the Marlon Waynes, who never suited up, but still gets his residuals. Yeah. That's kind. <laughs> it's the Robin who never needs to dress that <laughs> that wins the... I mean, I guess you could say that about the Robin who was in the Batfleck movie. <laughs> Right, because he's at least dead. we never saw him wear the suit. <laughs> right. If anything, we literally only saw his right. suit. Right. Like he's a Milford Robin. <laughs> he's neither seen nor heard. Perfect. So you got the Batgirls. You have Batgirl in uh, the Lego Movie as well as in and Robin. You have You're right. You have Alfred in all of the movies. All of them. I mean, Alfred as a whole is probably your MVP, right? He's my MVP. He's in all... Well, I I just mean, like, in general. Like, he's the only psychic that's in all of them, even... I mean, he doesn't necessarily fight crime alongside Bruce, but he's definitely his... Yeah, not always, but sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. So, is there any other sidekicks? I mean, do we consider Gordon a sidekick? Mm. Like, not the train, the... uh... (laughs) Yeah, I think you'd have to include Gordon. I mean, especially in like the Batman, he goes around solving crimes with him, right? And and in the right. Dark Knight trilogy, yeah. And the Justice League, the Justice League has <laughs> sidekicks, to Batman. So let's rule yeah. them out because they don't. They're... <laughs> so yeah, for me, it's going to be Michael Caine's Alfred. He's just encouraging Batman to be Mo. You know, it's me, Mo. <laughs> He encourages him to never give up, uh, even when he can't lift up the log. He he says, no, you got to lift up more than that. Nope, you got to lift up. Oh. <laughs> what about you? Who, who's your favorite sidekick? Or who do you think the best one is? <laughs> See, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to like default back to Lego Robin. That endless optimism, that like positivity in the face of absolute negativity that is Lego Batman, yeah. right? Like. Yeah. Hey, I don't know. It's it's who I strive to be. I want to be that <laughs> that bringer of light and joy. That cheery. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's such a good choice too. And the chemistry between Will Arnett and Michael Sarah is just so good. I mean, you had four seasons of Arrest Development leading up to that. Like, it's just. What about five? What about season five? <laughs> is there, are there five? Oh, is that the Netflix one? There's the three seasons, the Netflix season, and then the other Netflix season. I don't think I've ever heard anybody talk about the fifth Netflix season. <laughs> That's sad. I, it's almost like it doesn't exist. Yeah. Well, if you don't have Netflix, it doesn't. You know, kind of a <laughs> Schrodinger's cat type deal. <laughs> so Schrodinger's Arrested Development <laughs> seasons. <laughs> so... To wrap up the who was the best, I thought we could end with the villains or who was the best villain. See, that's a tough, that's a tough cookie. Yeah, that's a tough cookie to um, break open, read the fortune from, eat the cookie, even though it's like not good, but you're like, might as well. Uh, And then your friends are like, oh, you eat the fortune cookie? And you're like, yeah, I eat it. But like. Again, it's not out of joy. It's just out of like, it's there. And then you read the fortune and it's like, learn Chinese. Uh, and it, the word is like 17. And I'm like, when am I going to One hour later. And then I find out I should not do that. <laughs> so who was the best villain? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how did I go down this Chinese cookie? I don't know. Tangent? Where did I that start? Know. I'm not sure. We'll have to listen back for that. Or who was your favorite villain, right? It's kind of an interesting 
Uh, not really a thought I want to get into on who is the best villain. Who's the be- <laughs> who's the best at murder? <laughs> right? Yeah. So yeah, that's a that's a tough one to ask, right? Because it's hard to not just like hand the award to Heath Ledger, right? Like he he did something like an immaculate performance. Everyone has said. Yeah everything there is to say about his performance because it was so dynamic. It was Good. incredible. Yeah. It was, it, it's one of like the performances, not just of like our lifetime, but like of cinema, right? Like it's an incredible transformation. Yeah. So that gets like an automatic, like while Heath Ledger's performance was, was incredible and all the things you said, I do feel like Colin Farrell's penguin was at that level. I mean, he is transformed with the makeup. Prosthetics, yeah. Prosthetics costume. So much so that like you forget that it's him when you're watching him. But it's such an enjoyable character. And like you said in our last episode, it still fits within that universe of just like doom and gloom. He's still this like funny, dirty kind yeah. of guy that's like, I like this penguin. Like, I want to see more of him. No, I agree 100%. You're right. Because it is, it's a completely transformation. Like, you're like, that's not called. Colin Farrell, but it is right. Like it's, it's a different sort of, I wonder if it's because Colin Farrell didn't pass away. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to take away anything from Heath Ledger's performance by any means. Cause it's, it's incredible. But a lot of that does belong to the fact that he passed away before doing any like huge interviews, press about it. You know, like he didn't, Yeah, it's almost like there's this huge question mark on like why he did what he did or how he did what he did. Mm. So yeah, it's it's an interesting yeah. thought. But yeah, Colin Farrell is is incredible. Honestly, I think Tom Hardy's Bane is an incredibly realized performance as well. Like it's this huge different character against all these other villains that have been running amok in, in that version of Gotham. Yeah. He's so physically intimidating. Like there's a like physical presence about him that like he walks on screen and you're like, oh no. But then we also get back to like these 60s villains and they're all caricature versions of what they like inevitably become. Like there's still some like hint of of all of them to those 60s incarnations. So mm. it's it's interesting to think about. And then like Jack Nicholson's Joker, that's like the Joker to so many people, not necessarily you or I, because we didn't grow up with it so much so that like other people did, like where that was like the Joker that they even though we could have, we just didn't. Yeah, we had the opportunity, (laughs) but I refused to age while watching that movie. And so (laughs) (laughs) and then Danny DeVito's villain is so disgusting and repugnant. I don't know. It's. Batman villains offer actors this amazing opportunity to play against type mm. into like whatever insanity they can. Yeah. Like, cause even Danny DeVito, that's so against his, his type. When you think of Danny DeVito, you don't necessarily think Penguin, you think funny roles. You think his, his comic stuff. Cause he did, what, what was that show? Taxi. M- Matilda. Matilda. Uh, <laughs> twins. Uh, starring uh, both oh, Penguin yes. and uh, Mr. Freeze. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, Batman villains just offer such a great opportunity for like actors to really shine. Yeah. That's what all of them do. I can't think of a phoned in mm. villain performance. Like even Poison Ivy is this like theatrical, like over the top thing. And like Mr. Freeze is so like, 
Arnold Schwarzenegger hamming it up and Bane yeah. in that movie is also Bane. You know, like it's there's just something really interesting and dynamic about Batman villains that makes them so flexible that like two completely different actors that are already typed into completely different types can play the same part, but completely different. Right. Yeah. That's great. That's a really good way of looking at it. Good job, Batman, making all these. Way to go. <laughs> you know, okay. Actually, so one last thing before we move out of the movie segment. Best Batmobile. What is your favorite Batmobile? Well, so you're the car guy, right? Like, of, of the two of us, do you have a favorite? I do. I do. Do you want to tell me what it is? Because that's the point of this. Or are you just going to keep secrets? <laughs> My, <laughs> mine, just out of nostalgia is Batman 66 mobile. Okay. You know, like I have watched that movie on repeat on my VCR until the tape didn't work no mo. <laughs> like tape no walk no mo, mama. Tape no walk no mo. Yeah. That's my impression of Tyler as a child. <laughs> <laughs> so I've just I've watched that movie so many times and it's just like it is the Batmobile. And so nostalgia definitely has to have a a play uh, in this one for me. Okay. So for me Gosh, and, and this is probably just because I I got to see one in multiple of them in person. The Tumblr, yeah, I I love that Tumblr. It is a sick thing. So cool. It shoots out the bat pod from the front of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's just something really cool. And like, yeah, because I've seen, you know, I think I said in our episode, I saw two of them, but I've seen three technically, right? Because I saw the working one from like the Batman stunt show. I saw one at like a comic book exhibit and I saw one at like a comic con thing. So like I've seen three tumblers. So, and I've, I've touched one, you know what I mean? Like that, you, you don't just get to touch no tumblers. It's real to you. It's yeah. real. Right. It's yeah. the most realized <laughs> performance vehicle. of a Batmobile. <laughs> yeah. I, so I don't know. I, I love the tumbler and just like the practicality that they introduce into that jet turbine that is always like on the back of a Batmobile that they use it as yeah. like that 30 foot jump machine, basically. Yeah. That said, like, when I think Batmobiles, I probably think the 89 Batmobile because it looks so out of the ordinary. I mean, it is iconic. Right. Yeah. That's just it. Batmobiles are so cool. I wonder what Batman would be if you don't have Batmobiles as part of his, like, characteristics. It's such a, like, Mm. part of Batman. So it's hard to, like, separate the two almost. Like, yeah. Because they're they're just... They're iconic, all of them. Like in their, I'm glad we don't live in that world. What what a sick, nasty, disgusting, vulgar, putrid world that would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just Batmobiles are awesome. You know, like Batmobiles I, are awesome. It's it's kind of like the cool car, right? Right. Now for the segment that I've been looking forward to. Lego time! Oh, Lego time! Well, that is uh fitting <laughs> yeah anyway uh. <laughs> what is the best bat set out 
not not necessarily See, a, available for purchase because you know it's been many years, right? right? Yeah, right. So that's a that's a good question. Um, Thanks, I wrote it. Oh, you wrote that question? Yeah, you wrote that. <laughs> you did that? Wow, man! Or I thought you were only good for answering. <laughs> I thought you were just reading this off of the uh, AI script that <laughs> the rest of this has been. <laughs> That's right. We're, we're operating off an AI-generated podcast. <laughs> we just typed in a bunch of random sh**, and this is what came out. <laughs> Which is not untrue. <laughs> okay, so Bat Set. So the 89 Batmobile, the like Ultimate Collector's 89 Batmobile. Okay. That's a sick freaking set. Yeah, it is. I mean, because it is massive. It is it massive. Is, I've seen it. Yeah, and I mean, it is a is a great build because the steering works. I mean, every like it's, it's the steering really works. Cool. So it's not movie accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you still can't turn it like ninety degrees, but oh, okay. You can, you so, so it's probably right spot on. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have a little like bat yeah. grapple that shoots out the front? Um, no. So it's not that movie accurate. Dang. Anyways, it's a sweet set. Like, I mean, it, it is a great display model. Yeah. But, like, my heart has to go out to the Batman 66 Batcave because it mm. comes with, like, a room of Wayne Manor that the, you know, Bruce and Dick Grayson can drop from and become Batman and Robin, right? Yeah, it has the little uh, And then it comes with comes with all the all the villains, too, right, from the um, 60 series. The, so, all the villains? All, I mean, pretty much... Like all the like key villains, right? You know your your penguin, your Riddler, your Catwoman, your Joker. Joker. Wow. Yeah, and then like if you got it back when it came out, it also came with a Mister Freeze that from the sixty series, <sighs> right? So yeah, I mean it has all those, and so it's got a Batcave, and on top of that, it's got like all the Batcraft from that show, right? So it's very playable. Like the helicopter? So yeah, it's got the Bat helicopter. It's got the Batmobile. It's got the Bat bike with a separatable sidecar? Uh, little sidecar thing. <sighs> like it's, you know, it just has everything that you could yeah. like think of in a Batman set. So it's, it's kind of endlessly playable, right? Because it's got everything that you would need for a Batman adventure inside of it. Yeah. So it's, it's hard not to like say that one's your, your top dog, right? Like yeah. it's, it's just, it's got everything. So I don't know between the two, but I, I would probably say Batman 66 as far as playset, mm. the 89 Batmobile, as far as displayability. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm with, I've seen pictures of the 66 playset and it looks so good. I, you have that one, right? Like, I do, yeah. yeah. I, I spent my entire uh, tax check one year on that. It was a mistake <laughs> that I love. <laughs> it was one of the best mistakes in my life. So, I think I'd have to agree with that, too. It just, it looks so cool. And I didn't remember that all the villains and bats vehicles came with it. That's... Batcraft? Yeah, the Batcraft. Yeah, that's really great. It's hard to beat it. I mean, it was an expensive set, so I mean, it it makes sense that it would include Everything. as much as you possibly could, right? Yeah, that was Lego's old philosophy. Now it's just expensive for expensive sake. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> what is your your white whale? What is the set that you want that you don't have? Oh, you know, we, I think we talked about this actually in the uh, oh the Lego, the Lego Batman episode. movie because it's yeah. it's from it's from that one. It's the Lego Batman Wayne Manor set that 
I just, it, it was too expensive when it came out. I just didn't have the money for it, but it was, it's like Wayne Manor, but decked out in Joker yeah, with stuff the roller coaster with like and... a roller coaster going through the middle of it. And it came with like tons of minifigs. It was just, it was such a cool set. And I regret still not having the dime, uh, you know, uh, not like I do now, not having the dime to get that one. Cause that, that one is just, that's, that's my elusive one. So, uh, cause they stopped making it by the time I was like, oh, I could probably maybe get that one. And then, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's gone. It's gone. Mm. And secondary market Legos. I know we haven't like talked much about like Lego pricing on stuff this season or last season, but like secondary Lego market pricing oh. is exorbitant. Yeah. yeah. Puke emoji. So yeah, it is puke emoji. Yeah. If we want to go down the emoji movie rabbit hole. <laughs> 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 Which we do next season on iHagFat. The Emoji Movie. The Emoji Movie series. We're going to cover all the films from the Emoji Movie. <laughs> For me, it would be the Batman 66 set. Like, okay. It, yeah. it just looks so That's cool. Fair. And... You know, I, I do have a sweet spot in in my little heart for that movie. So knowing right. that it was made in Lego, which I have a big sweet spot for. I also like that you specified how small your heart is because like... I'm a gr- Yeah. We're, we're looking for some... Uh, for a donor to donate <laughs> Tyler a regular size human heart. <laughs> yeah. This whole season, poor guy has been operating <laughs> off of a heart three sizes too small. <laughs> Two times. Two times too small. Two two times too small. <laughs> okay, so this is a question I'm excited for. What is a set or sets, if you have multiple ideas, that should exist that don't? Oh, that's a good idea. That's that's. that's I, I got one to start mm, off with. Okay, what you got? So what you got baby boy. So my first one. This is this is a basic set. It is on the more expensive end because it's a little bigger, but it is a. I'm not sure what scale they're calling it, but the bigger scale of the Batman 66 mobile, right? Like not the full like Technic size, but like they've done with the Porsche or the Mustang or... Yeah, I mean, you're still talking like UCS scale, right? Yeah, like you, the, yeah like UCS. The same scale as like the 89. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I guess so. So yeah, UCS scale Batman 66 mobile. I think that would be sick with all the little... Uh, gadgets and, and knobs and like, yeah, flicker thingies. Yeah, that's a good idea. I, I like that. I would go more towards, and, and this is probably, you know, this weird bias that I have towards the Batman and Robin film. Oh, yes. But like something from that, like I, a, a Batman and Robin, the movie set. I have ideas with, for like, this. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I'm talking like a glowing Batmobile. Oh yeah, like you know because that thing is like lit up like yeah. crazy. Yeah, some light up bricks inside of it, some transparent stuff to make it really pop. I just like since that movie is basically a live action tur- turd turd commercial. <laughs> not, well, yes, <laughs> not but not untrue. what I was trying to say. Yeah, <laughs> a live action toy commercial. Yeah, those things are just like made for toys, right? Like, so yeah, we get like a a, a toy version of that Batmobile because that would be cool to build. Yeah, like I, it's not cool to look at on film. I don't like that Batmobile, but I would build the out of like a Batmobile that was that version of yeah. it. big floppy fender is that what that's called at the end yeah spoiler whatever it is spoiler yeah f- floppy flare yeah, something yeah. floppy yeah give it some floppy at the end you know <laughs> 
And then, yeah, just like all those minifigs, like a, a, cause it would, it would naturally need to have like a, a Clooney Batman and a, a Robin O'Donnell yeah. and a, a <laughs> Alicia Silverbat girl. And, um, <laughs> and then, yeah, you know, like a Bane who maybe you, <laughs> maybe he has a little thing that drops bobs yeah. and like a, a Mr. Freeze and a, and a Pamela Isley. Yeah. Just some, some sweet. Batman and Robin sets because they're they're toys anyways, right? All like, right. So here are the sets that you and I need to build and then put them on ideas to get them to go forward. And it's it's from okay. Batman and Robin movie. So yeah, of Ooh. course you get. Oh, I should preface this with I have a hero set and a villain set. So with the hero okay. set, you get the Robin bike and the Batgirl bike as well as the floppy Batmobile, right? And okay. then all of those characters: Batman, Robin, Batgirl, and their alter egos. And of course, Alfred. And then I think it'd be funny, like a VIP add-on, if you could also get an elephant with a fax machine uh, for <laughs> for Alfred. For Alfred, I, I think it'd be well awesome. But but here's the thing, man the the fax machine would have to be something you add on separately because like that, there's no fax machines on elephants. You're right. You're right. Well, I don't suppose they have fax machines on elephants. So that's the hero set. For the villain set, you get uh, Mr. Freeze and Pamela Isley. Ivy. Isley, yes. And Bane. And I actually, I already, I really like the Bane from the Lego movie, kind of that bigger, like, hulky Bane. So I think that one would yeah, work like really well. Yeah, like a big well. fig. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And is that what they're called? Big figs? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yes. So a big fig, a big fig Bane. And then I think, I think a cool, like, what's the guy's name? Dr. Dr. Psycho. Dr. Psycho. Yeah. Dr. Psycho. I think he'd be great too. And so then the vehicle is you get with this one are Mr. Freeze's Zamboni drilling machine and oh, his yeah, rocket ship. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then maybe like a big plant for Isley, like a, like a Venus flytrap type. Uh, yeah, like a Maurice. Yeah, like, like a, a Maurice, big, yeah. 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 Yeah, like, like a big Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Or like I almost picture it as like a plant mech. Oh like, okay. Uh, like yeah. it's like a mech, but it looks like plants and so it, it it's like she formed the trees around her or so, you know, something like that. Yeah. So that'd be dope. And so yeah, you got the hero set and the villain set. I think it'd be Oh, and then a, a a really like a bomb, of course, like Bane's bomb, right? Uh, and bomb, maybe and maybe right. like a Cadillac or something for Bane to drive around, uh, <laughs> poison ivy, and and he would need to be able to wear a hat still, right? A bowler hat yeah. and a trench coat, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess my uh, <laughs> so before we get too far uh, out past Batman and Robin, I guess my only other suggestion would be <laughs> a buildable bust of poison ivy uh because you know how they have that like black panther like it's like a life-size buildable bust of black panther right yeah uh so my thought is they do that but for poison ivy on the plaque it says nice stems <laughs> yeah and then underneath uh nice buds too yeah. <laughs> uh, and so then my thoughts <laughs> hold, on, hold on hold on hold on okay okay sorry so we've got the buildable poison ivy okay and then on top of that you also have a buildable gorilla head um <laughs> so, so you have this giant <laughs> buildable gorilla head over the top of it and so your friends come over and they're like wow nice gorilla bust and yeah. you're like just you wait, and then you remove the cowl, the gorilla cowl to reveal an Uma Thurman bust, I guess. 
Interesting. So uh, yeah. I don't know. You started talking Batman and Robin sets. That's my, yeah, my pitch. I, I think that could play. Yeah. <laughs> play well, even. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. This is what Lego means. Nice. Yeah, play well. Lego. <laughs> so for this next segment, you know, as part of our Star Wars tie-in, we're going to be uh, Lucasing uh, some some thoughts, <laughs> adding in stuff that wasn't there before. Oh, okay. And so these are these are our, our blinking Ewoks. Our yes, our <laughs> they blink now. Our Jabba the Hut additional scenes. Are... <laughs> yeah, we wanted to add in some editor's notes and uh okay you know just just change things some asterisks or or add things yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh the first thing i have to make a redaction here <laughs> is that a retraction but with bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> you make your father you make your father me so proud <laughs> i'm your father now <laughs> because of how proud i am i've become your father <laughs> Uh, okay, so, Craig, in our first episode, Batman 66, you swore up and down that they were playing Tiddlywinks, and I just wouldn't hear it. Well, the fact of the matter... <laughs> Tiddlywinks, yeah. ...is that the, while the villains were indeed playing Jax, the admiral or commander or whoever that was at the Pentagon um, and his secretary, they were playing Tiddlywinks. Oh... Get out the alcohol. It's time to play Tiddly Drinks. <laughs> because we about to say Tiddlywinks several times in a row. So they were playing Tiddlywinks. They were playing Tiddlywinks. I told you someone was playing Tiddlywinks. I may have been wrong about the who or the where because that movie is nonsense. But <laughs> yeah, it's all over the I place. told you someone was playing Tiddlywinks at some point. <laughs> and it's true. They were. So... What were they playing? They were playing. They were playing Tiddlywinks. Yeah, (laughs) I didn't make the word up. I didn't make the game up. (laughs) Tiddlywinks is very real and very in Batman sixty (laughs) six. Take that. Take bat. It's you're you're right, Craig. (laughs) I'm always right. I'm in Batman sixty six as well. (laughs) (laughs) Mm Hmm. Yep. That tracks. So over the course of the season, I kept trying to draw homage to 66 or to <laughs> other movies. And you frequently told me that that's not what that word means. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> but one of the things that I think maybe could be homage was uh, in Batman 89, Batman steals Joker's balloons by catching them with the little pincer thing on the front of his plane and that's exactly uh-huh. how Batman's balloon is caught in the dark night. <laughs> Batman's balloon in the dark night? When he's escaping Japan. <laughs> it's China. It's Hong Kong for one. <laughs> I, I know no for jurisdiction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> Is it really Hong Kong? I thought it was Tokyo. It's Hong Kong. That's the whole point. They're like, the Chinese won't extradite one of their own. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I didn't add all the context there. So that idea about... Well, actually, that doesn't make sense. They said that the idea was scrapped in the 60s, but... 
the balloon stealing was in the 80s. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're still trying to connect dots that aren't there. <laughs> yeah. True homage to Adam West, I guess. <laughs> oh, we love to see it, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the bombs. I, th- I think Bane is literally just saying bomb and laying bombs all over the place in Batman and Robin. And how can that not be homage to Batman 66 where he's running around with a comically large spherical <laughs> bomb that's about to go off? Right. Because Bane says at that one point, he's like, some days just can't get rid of While we're talking about rebatchins or things that we wish would have been in, Mm -hmm. there was this joke that I had. I don't know if you even remember this one. This was a joke I sent you back when I was watching Batman 89. I thought to myself, (laughs) I thought to myself, what if this season... (laughs) I just pretend I don't know what hats are. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And so I texted you and I was like, all right, dude, here's my bit for the whole show. I've never seen a hat before. (laughs) And so anytime there's someone on screen, (laughs) I'm just like, what's that? (laughs) Because like Joker wears hats and stuff. And I was like, what if I just don't know what hats are? What if that's the, that's what we lean into this season (laughs) is. Craig doesn't know what hats are. And I, I like peed my pants laughing so hard when I first thought of that. Because I was like, that's the most asinine thing yeah. I've ever <laughs> imagined. <laughs> and uh, yeah. now I'm kind of regretting it. So next season, I'm not going to know what hats are. <laughs> <laughs> In a world where Ben Affleck's rippling pectorals exist, the joke I wanted to lean into <laughs> was... <laughs> What are hats? (laughs) What are hats? Oh, my goodness. All right, Craig, did you ever watch Val on Prime? Did I ever watch Val on Prime? Yeah. Is that a show? That's the Val Val Kilmer documentary. Yeah. I did not. I did not watch that. And you've had such a long time to do it. (laughs) I've had many months. months. It's almost a year ago since we've talked about it. Uh, So... (laughs) You know, so I watched that documentary shortly after we recorded, and it gave me such a bigger appreciation for Val Kilmer as an actor, and also specifically for our season, his role as Bruce Wayne and Batman in Batman Forever. Mm. A brief description of the documentary in case anyone is wondering if they should watch it or not. Basically, Val Kilmer has always had a camera, even as a kid, in the 70s and he has recorded his life and so it takes segments of everything that he's recorded and put them in a chronological order and had uh so it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't like nolan style right right? like it wasn't like shows some some films of him now and then takes back to childhood you know i guess it is kind of nolan style because it does go back and forth between right now and later and then 
you know, some future stuff in there. But, um, but yeah, so you have uh, him reading <laughs> some films from the future. <laughs> but you have him reading some excerpts from his journals, but because of his, you know, his throat, he can't really do that. So it's his son reading excerpts from the journals. And one of the things that was specifically about uh, Val Kilmer's role in Batman was, or this was one of the sad parts. It was like he couldn't hear in the suit. Right. And so Mm. people didn't talk to him. And so he felt so isolated and he was invited to come back for and Robin. But he's like, no, I'm like a soap opera actor. I don't want to do that because of how bad his experience was, even though like so he was invited to be Batman again. Everyone Mm -hmm. liked him in it, but he's he, he turned it down. You know, he he broke up with Batman. That makes me sad. Yeah. But. What could have been? Well, I mean, it's probably for the best that he didn't do it, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Poor Val. Some of it's just really like heart wrenching to watch, but uh, it's it's so good, and it gives me such a better lens for watching Batman Forever. It, I highly recommend it, and really helped me appreciate him as a, as a Batman. Nice, nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, I still need to watch that. Did you ever watch? Um... Batman and Bill. <laughs> so on the note of documentaries, we requested the other to watch and, <laughs> and not watching. No, no, I didn't. So yeah, that's again, I highly Is recommend that on that Netflix too, or it's not on. No, it's on uh, I think it's on who Hulu. Oh, Hulu. Hulu. That old, is that, is that Hulu's jingle? I, Hulu. Yeah, that, that sounds right. Sounds good, Ooh. if nothing else. Ooh. Yeah, if nothing else, it's just it's it's sounds it should nice. be. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Batman. Yeah, and I Bill. think it's on Hulu. Again, that's the one that's about like the creator, the creator of Batman, who basically had like the entire thing stolen from him by Bob Kane, who basically took all the credit for Batman and spent all these years being credited as the creator of Batman when he's like the co-creator of Batman and also not really the creator of Batman. As it turns out, like Bill Finger is like the person responsible for everything that you think of when you think of Batman. So yeah, that one's on a, that one's on Hulu. And again, like the, the guy did not get credit. So it wasn't until Batman versus Superman that he gets his first ever on screen Batman created by like, it's insane that it took that long for the person that, again, is ostensibly responsible for creating Batman as we know him. And on the note of uh, outside sources to be watched, check that one out. Yeah. That's great. I'll, I'll watch Val. You watch that. We'll do another season. <laughs> we'll call it that. Yeah. The remastered. <laughs> Batman Revisited. So it's been a pretty awesome season from my point of view. Yeah, not to toot our own horn. Right. (laughs) Not not to be too biased here. But, like, I am super proud of this season that we've put out. Yeah. I went back over the summer at one point and listened to some of our Star Wars episodes. And I'm like, wow. Because it is a a night and day difference. Night with, like, a K. Right. As opposed to uh, to an (laughs) night. Uh, Star Wars is the day end of things. Because the two suns on Tatooine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And and the night is the... The dark night. The dark night. Yes. Continue it. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, this wasn't all just a setup for that lame joke. I, I just, I, I'm super proud of like our music things that we were able to do this season. Oh yeah. That's so much fun with the music. This, this go around so much fun. And yeah, just like, it's been a lot of really goofy, but fun. And I, I, what I loved about the season is as opposed to with star Wars, where we were looking at like a franchise, like a serial story being told through a multi-generational lens with this one, we were able to take it through like, and, and kind of narrow it down into like a character specific lens. Yeah. So like what Batman means to each generation or what things have come up because, you know, we went from like the sixties all the way up to this year. Like it's what, that's what 50, 60 years of time. Yeah. Depending on how you look at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 56 so years. Like, yeah. That, yeah. 56 years. The better part of a century. <laughs> Yeah. It's amazing to me that like, because that was one of the things that like we set out to do, right? Yeah. We were like, so we did last season. We were like, that was one of the fun parts for us was like looking at it through a generational lens and like a cultural lens and stuff. So Great. we were like, how do we do that again this year? But with something completely different, Batman lended itself so perfectly to that because yeah. it's something that's been around even longer than Star Wars and so many adaptations, but still the same character. Yeah, and that just like that's been so awesome this season. I loved doing that. Yeah, that, that's very true. I like how you know so much of the stuff that we do is planned and we have notes, but some of the most fun things in the season has been on the fly, right? We most of them, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, because like we we don't plan any of the like the sound goofy bits or like the the like stuff that comes up in post production. Like none of that. Like we right. we plan. We may plan our goofy like jokes or something but like if you want to call them that <laughs> but then yeah things like the bat puns those were all made up on the spot yeah. like yeah or like so lego time we knew we wanted to have a lego song like we knew that th that was going to be right. a segment and so when we recorded we didn't know what it was going to be. We just made sure to we leave did. time for it. <laughs> and like, you know, I had this little idea in the back of my head. Like, I, I want it to sound like this. And, and you know, you and I came up with... Here's the words. And then we, like, send back and forth recordings of, like, beatboxes or, like... Us singing it to each other. Yeah. Right. So, it's, like, the, the bass sounds like boom, boom, boom. Like, and then, like, the piano segment is... Like, it was such a, like beautiful artistic collaboration for something so silly yeah <laughs> like <laughs> it was so cool yeah and then star wars the connection. star wars connection like it wasn't until i think it was mask of phantasm right that i was like dude i meant to bring up that we should make a song for that too and i, I might i don't know if i said it in the episode or not but like or if it, <laughs> that's something that like made it to the cutting room floor but it was like something that i intended to talk to you about and then we just never came to fruition and you're like well all right, let's take care of it afterwards. So then it was something that like <laughs> in post-production, it wasn't until we got to that episode that we remembered, oh, wait, that was actually something we wanted to do. And so yeah. we, <laughs> you're like, it's not too late. We can still make this happen. And I was like, all right, let's yeah. figure it out. Yeah, we still have a bunch of episodes to go. Yeah, because it was only, yeah, it was Mask of Phantasm. So that's only like four in. Yeah, four right? in. So it was, there was still plenty of time. And so, yeah, we we were like, how do we do this? And they were like, all right, so it's, it's Rainbow Connection. Yeah. <laughs> but, Batman words and then I, I was like trying to figure out if I yeah. needed to record my my Kermit and you were like well here's here's what my Kermit sounds like and I was like oh your Kermit is actually like 
Jim Henson's Kermit voice. Yeah. My Kermit is is the Steve Whitmer Kermit. Yeah. Craig was lamenting to me one day about how he had this whole idea about how we could have a Batman connection song and that he was sad that he forgot to tell me about it. And I was like, dude, what are the words? Let's do it right now. We'll get it in this episode and going forward. I'm sure we re- we said it at least once, you know? So and, and to the point that, like, by the time we got around to recording the Batman episode back in October or whatever. <laughs> Slash we through December. One. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, by the time we got around to recording that one, we were just like, Oh, yeah, we have the Star Wars connection. So we just kept playing around with it as far as like a joke wise. We were like, oh, here it comes again. Yeah. Like, and it was so silly, but like, it's crazy that all these little ideas, like everything is so fluid when we're recording. Yeah. Nothing is consistent or even like reasonable while we're recording. <laughs> it's just like throwing spaghetti at the wall. It's this crazy liquid thing. And then by the time it finally comes out, it's, this solid, fully realized concept. It's like the reverse of when I eat dairy, I guess is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like it, it goes in this like nonsense uh, all over the place. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it comes out though, like a solid, beautiful piece of cheese, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Um, Yuck. (laughs) I mean, there's so many songs that did just end up on the cutting room floor. And speaking of music that did or did not make it into our final episode, here is a little something special we cooked up after we found out that this would end up being a uh, Christmas special of sorts. Yeah. Bon appetit. Enjoy. You're a dark one. Mr. Bat, chicks dig the bad mobile. You're a philanthropic orphan, your detecting is unreal, Mr. Bat. More than just a man, you're devoted to an ideal. You're a shadow. Mr. Bat, trained by Razagu. Your cave is full of labels, you've got riches beyond gold, Mr. Bat. You change costumes by sliding down a 39 and a half foot pole. You're a charmer, Mr. Bat. There's a meme about your smile. You have all the tools you need to for the killer crocodile, Mr. Bat. In a fight between the two of you, why take the sewer crocodile? You are vengeance, Mr. Bat. You're a scow, a growl, a cow. Your mother's name is Martha, and you're making Gotham proud, Mr. Bat. The three words that best describe your fighting style are as follows, and I quote, Bam! Zako! Pow! 
something else this season that I don't know that we actually got to like talk about is our Batman Forever and Batman and Robin episodes. Oh, <laughs> wherein, gosh, that was a mess. Um, <laughs> it really was. So we spent our entire day recording multiple episodes before that. Uh, we had recorded our Batman 66, our Batman 89, our Batman Returns, and our Batman Mask of Phantasm mm-hmm. before we even got to Batman Forever. And so by Batman Forever, I was like, for Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, I wanted to become more progressively like a show wasted, uh, or I guess as as they say in the Bat universe, uh, guano faced. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> The, so the idea was like, I become more guano faced, <laughs> like the movies. And so we started drinking at Batman Forever. And so like at the beginning of that one, I'm still relatively with it. Yeah. By the end of Batman Forever, you can tell even in like a listen, like, wow, Craig, <laughs> maybe slow it down. <laughs> so yeah, I was ready. I was done at that point because some more context you were we were past done you were done after like the first <laughs> it, ones but it's true but <laughs> to give more context to that it was late it was very late not only had we been recording all day but we had been recording all day all afternoon all evening and <laughs> it was getting late we ended forever it was, it was late on tyler time yeah on tyler time yeah it was like a whole different time zone for me <laughs> right. because i flew out to california with you from Eastern Standard. Yeah. We, so we had stayed up the night before just trying to record the intro, the... The trailer episode. The trailer episode. The now infamous trailer episode. Yes. And uh, so we didn't get a ton of rest. So we finished Batman Forever at 2 a.m. California Pacific time. So 5 a.m. Indiana time. And Craig's like, let's do another. It's like, no. Let's do another. (laughs) One more. (laughs) Let's do more. (laughs) And so, because the whole idea was he didn't want to get that guano faced the next night. Because in my head, I was like, oh, we can only do these in order. Right. So we're going to have to wake up bright and early tomorrow morning and I'm going to have to drink this much again. <laughs> so, in, you know, in retrospect, we should have taken some cues from Lucas in that regard as to, like, break it up a little bit and film them not necessarily in chronological order. Uh, so if we would have just listened to George all along, it probably would have gone better, but... Again, it's like poetry, so if they rhyme... Yeah, that was tough. We, But I was like, no, we're doing it now while I'm already drunk. Yeah, so we didn't get to bed till probably 4.30 uh, that evening, which was 7.30 Craig time. So Yeah, so I was like up for well over 24 hours. I was very intoxicated. Editing Batman and Robin was a freaking nightmare because... Yeah. What made it on is, like, the lighter side of things. Like, there were so many, like, falling out of chairs, slamming into microphones. Yeah. I It was... I texted you so many times, like, dude, I think we need to record some context bits for this. This is, uh, this is pretty rough. <laughs> and and so that's what we, th- we kept thinking about doing that for Batman and Robin. We kept thinking, like, okay, we'll do, like... Uh, Craig from the future here trying to tell you what drunk Craig was trying to say or like Tyler from the future here uh, adding more (laughs) reasonable thought process to (laughs) I regret nothing. (laughs) 
we spent nearly 24 hours straight just podcasting <laughs> about Batman. Yeah, I regret nothing. Although, when we started our Batman Begins episode and we were joking about me needing some hair of the bat, uh, very true. That was, <laughs> those were not, that was not an easy one to just dive into because I, <laughs> I had quite the migraine. So, yes. two years of night turned me into a <laughs> <laughs> nocturnal party animal. <laughs> Hindsight, man. Yeah. Yeah. Finish it. Finish it. Say it. <laughs> What is hindsight, Tyler? It's 2020. Is it? I have one eye, Tyler. Hindsight's only ever 20 for me. (laughs) (laughs) So here's just some voices, some silly voices doing Batman-y things. So I thought would be like Plankton from SpongeBob if he was Bane. So he took over Gotham City, but the reason he wants it is for the Krabby Patty <laughs> secret formula. <laughs> oh, money, 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 money. I'm Gotham's reckoning, unless you give me <laughs> the Krabby Patty secret <laughs> formula. <laughs> okay, okay. I like that. Yeah. And then, like, Hamill's Joker is like, well, Betsy, I don't know if we should be doing that sort of thing, but... <laughs> Uh, and then Kevin Conroy. I worked on Kevin Conroy a little bit after his passing. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Right? So, like, we got Conroy. Maybe, like, uh, Matt Barry from What We Do in the Shadows slash Toast of London and stuff. And he's like... Well, if it isn't the most devious bastard in Gotham City. <laughs> That's a great Matt Barry. Yeah. Oh, I thought th- I thought it'd be funny to be the the voice of like the Gotham Transit Authority for the train like, for yeah. their <laughs> train station stuff. Yeah, like please watch out for falling debris <laughs> or <laughs> if you see something, say something. The present isn't full of <laughs> gifts. It's probably Joker gas. Like. <laughs> Uh, something along the lines of like the train doesn't have to skip your stop, but it doesn't have to, <laughs> but it doesn't have to wait for you. I was also thinking like Gollum from Lord of the Rings would probably be like the perfect Two Face, oh, yeah. right? Since that's basically what he's playing, anyways. Is like let's reflect the current. No, the current doesn't tell us nothing. But the current is a friend. We have to listen to it. Flip the current, Batsies. Batsies, that kind of thing. Like... Batsies, so good, <laughs> so good. And then if just, like, Al Pacino was, like, in place of the random Italian mobster guy, and he's like, Say hello to my little dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they are hungry. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's... What about Patrick Warburton explaining to Rachel? It's not, it's not who he is. He's more now. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. Defines the kill of Cusco. <laughs> It's the Cusco. <laughs> the bat that kills Cusco. Cusco's bat. Basco's Cusco. <laughs> Turned him into a bat! <laughs> Patty the Batapus! What? What's that? Oh, it's uh, Dr. Doofenshmirtz <laughs> from oh, Phineas and Ferb, uh, Perry the Platypus. <laughs> oh, it's just a regular old bat! Perry the Platypus! <laughs> that one's kind of niche, but whatever. <laughs> Um, every time I tried to do an Adam West, it turned into Sir Ian McKellen for some reason. Oh? 
I think it's because like the S's are similar for both of them. So I was like, so Robin, hand me down the bat repellent shock spray, shock repellent bat spray. Like <laughs> so, it just became an Ian McKellen yeah, time. I can see that. Uh, what's a movie that Bane would love to watch? Tom Bane, probably the Big Short. Did you say Marmaduke? <laughs> <laughs> Must be a bad connection. Well, I was wondering what we would rent first. Marmaduke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Big Short. I think they both have their positives. Marmaduke is about a dog talking to Owen Wilson. <laughs> Okay, and um, here is, in honor of the holiday season, here yeah. is um, Bane um, in place of Tim Allen in the movie The Santa Claus, <laughs> I guess? Oh, yeah, that old tale. The Santa Bane. Okay, ready? So, the man has fallen off of the roof. Perhaps he was wondering if he should deliver a gift. <laughs> you think I should put these pants on? Charlie! <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it'd be funny if you sang Charlie. Yeah. Isn't that the kid's name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie. Big Charlie, yeah. Charlie! Well, all right. I'm dressed as the man in red. Now it's time to take on the man in black. <laughs> I'm Santa's reckoning. Perhaps he was wondering why someone would drop a present out of a moving sleigh <laughs> perfect i don't know <laughs> and then if bane was also in the sequel oh i never saw this I, one. I think the second one i think the second santa claus we're not doing the santa claus until <laughs> next season right because i've never seen it so obviously we'd have to do it <laughs> uh the santa claus uh, uh qu quadrology quadrilogy because there's like a show now too there's like one two three and then uh, anyways the second one is the one where he like has to get married right if you say like so. That's, that's the second clause. He has to find the Mrs. Claus or whatever. So uh, here's Bane uh, in the Santa Claus to uh, the Mrs. Claus. <clears throat> what? <laughs> I have to get married? <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I guess if we're just finishing up the trilogy, here is uh, him in the third one. Martin Short, what are you doing here? I thought you had died 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Short. I'm oh, sorry. Actually, that's the the third uh, Dark Knight movie, right? Yeah. Like, and Hathaway, <laughs> what are you doing here? I was under the impression you had passed. Oh, so that's some silly voices, and then just like the Batman's, right? Like Willernet's Batman is just all throat, right? Like it's all right there because he's just already got kind of a Batman voice. He just kind of really drops yeah. into it, right? Yeah. Like. That's the Will Arnett Batman way. So good. And then Christian Bale's Batman. So what I figured out with Christian Bale's Batman is that you almost like block off your nose. And I'm wondering if that was part of like his mask, like, yeah. like a throaty growl. It almost like blocks off his nose. So he's like, this city just proved to you that it's ready to believe and good. And so it's like, I'm wondering if like his mask just completely cut off his nose yeah. holes or something. That's such um, an interesting insight. He's like, tell me where the trigger is. And it's also like you you push your bottom teeth out further than your top teeth. At least for me, that's like, that's part of it is because it's a city. I don't know. Yeah. What an interesting so, insight. Yeah. That's, that's really good. Swear to me. And then 
Ben Affleck's Batman is very... It's all about the voice changer thing that's there in the first place. Because it's just a voice modulator thing. So it's like, do you bleed? You will. Kind of thing. Yeah. Like Robert Pattinson's just whispering. That's just his whisper voice. Yeah. It's just Batman. This is like, where do you see my bats? Where do you see my bats? Where do you see my bats? It's the whisper song. Um, <laughs> So the Yin Yang twins? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> beat a patty up, beat a patty up. <laughs> beat a patty up, beat a patty up. And then yeah, well, like we already we already talked Kevin Conroy's. It's very like he always puffed out his chest yeah. and it was like this. And it was like a yeah. There was a growl to it, but it also it was still just his regular voice. Because when he talks, he's still just very calm and stuff, and he switches into Bruce Wayne, very easy. Yeah, and then you have Val Kilmer is just Wayne. shouting because he can't hear. Harvey, Harvey, <laughs> Ben, Harvey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can't hear, so he's just shouting. No uh, <laughs> voice modulation. <laughs> and then you have George Clooney, who's just George Clooney. <laughs> All right, so wrapping up our wrap up, let's hear from our bat spurts one last time. Yes, but not on the Batman, the Batman. The Batman's the orphanage, <laughs> but uh, about our show. Yes, our favorite dynamic duo. We heard from Brian at the Electric Monster Podcast, Scott from the Bank, and Teo to an extent. Here's what they had to say about us. We we hag fat. Yes. <laughs> Hi, I'm Scott. Hey, I'm Brian. I'm Teo, and I'm seven years old. Any initial thoughts on I Hag Fat Season 2? I did it better. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you were just aping, you know, my whole thing (laughs) with Electric Monster. Early on in my run, I did a run of Batman. No, you guys did great. I really loved being able to be a part of Season 2, but uh, myself aside, I really enjoyed Season 2 because we were able to dive into different iterations of the same character versus just one series, like with the Star Wars. So I really appreciated how we could see the evolution from the 66 to current. And after listening and watching afterwards, I'm now looking for Batman coming through the skylight just for Tyler every time. We talked on a lot of stuff. Like I'm very plot and story focused and you guys are more, you do a lot of behind the scenes. You do a lot of like cultural impact kind of stuff. Uh, so I learned, I learned a lot. It was nice, it was really good. And the production quality is like stepped up from season one. So like it's only gonna get better with, you know, fingers crossed season three. What did you think about Lego time. Lego time felt very, very appropriate for Batman. Now, granted, I was an action figure kid, so I never really had the Legos, but I could relate. Great. I just learned that you wrote that music. (laughs) So uh, I'm very impressed by that that aspect alone. And because I didn't collect Legos during those times, like I, I started around Chris Nolan era. So it was cool to learn about, you know, these other sets and like tie-ins that were like kind of on the fringes that I didn't really care about. I pretty much only care about Batmobiles. <laughs> I don't do the, uh, what would you call them? Like action sequence, scenescape. I don't do those. I, I just care about vehicles mostly. Seems like that's kind of Tyler's focus as well. He has a lot of vehicles. Yeah. How did you like being a Batspurt? It was an honor, truly an honor. Proud to be the layman terms. Uh, Cause you have the expert, you have the child and you have uh, yours truly. So 
if I'm graced with the ability to do this again, I want to be funnier. My uh, cohorts were funnier than I was, and I, I need to up my game. Whenever I'm listening to podcasts, I'm I'm like driving or I'm like in the garage working on something, and uh, it'll pop up, and it'll be like, and here's Brian from Electric Monster, and then out loud I say, "Hey, that's me," <laughs> and then it, and then I say, "I'm Brian." It's like a call and response that I forget about every single time. What do you want season three to be about? I believe it may have been mentioned in an episode, but I, a, I'd vote Spider-Man. I think we could do a similar setup, cover a lot of great movies, and honestly, it would be a lot of fun. What would I want season three to be? There's been some talk about Muppets. Love a Muppet. I don't know. I mean, you and I have done a few Spider-Man episodes, and I know that that's like, if like Batman and Spider-Man are your two guys, that'd be cool. I don't know. It seems like you guys are very focused on a franchise. Frankly, I don't care about the MCU. I don't want to listen to anything about the MCU. It's also too fresh for something like that. So something that spans a length of time where you can see, you know, a beginning, middle, and maybe an end. And it's nice to see technology change throughout throughout all these films and like cultural impact. Any final thoughts on I Hack Fat season two? Actually, I was having some uh, true thoughts about this on my way here because I typically take my nerd things very seriously. So I don't typically find the humor in them as much as Tyler or you do. Um, and that is something that I feel like I now can see the comedy in things as well as appreciating the seriousness of it. And so really, you guys have helped me to appreciate these movies on a different level. So uh, that's why I'm going to be coming back for season three as a listener. Ooh. Um, we need more Teo in there. <laughs> I don't really care for Scott. <laughs> <laughs> no, Scott, Scott's been great to listen to because he's probably more up to date on comics than I am. So it's good to get his take. And, and like, you'll touch on comics a little bit. Uh, I don't think Tyler knows how to read. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. That's nice to have different perspectives because I'm more of a movie guy. It seems like Scott's more of a, more of a comic guy. And uh, Teo is just like, it's very like wholesome and whimsical to have his take on stuff. It's very rare to, you know, get that perspective as a child. I can't, my brain can't go back to that. No. Yeah, it's nice to have his take on stuff. It's also very obvious when he hasn't seen or been allowed to see a movie. <laughs> um, and I like that too. Yeah, season two is great. I very rarely re-listen to episodes of stuff and I could see myself actually listening to season two again and having a great time with it. I'm not allowed to listen to this. So as we uh, approach the ending here, just want to wrap things up. We want to say thank you to a couple special people in our lives. Uh, that is Brian from the Electric Monster. <laughs> Why is that so funny? He's a special lady to me. <laughs> I, I guess I didn't specify lady, but in my head I did. And so by the time I started saying his name, I was like, that's a special lady. <laughs> Anyways, we do want to, we do want to <laughs> send a special thanks out to uh, our bat panelists who participated this yeah. season. That was a really cool addition that we wanted to include, almost didn't include. Then we were like, no, we're doing it because we were really trying to push ourselves this season. And I'm glad we did because the bat panelist section, that was always really fun for it's me. It's been a blast. Really yeah. enjoyed that. So we want to thank uh, Brian from over at the Electric Monster Podcast. Uh, he offered some really cool insight. He's a big film buff. He is a huge Batman fan as well. So that was really cool to 
get an additional like huge bat fan slash film fans point of view. Yeah. And so like I've, I've popped up over on his show a couple times since then as well. So if you're ever interested in hearing more of me about less of Tyler and more of Brian, <laughs> you know where to find that. Uh, <laughs> that felt really I know that the... focused and attacking. <laughs> uh, no, 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 dude. It was, it's just, there's a, there's a niche. Um, <laughs> No, but seriously, it is a great podcast. I have listened to the Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 and Grease episodes uh, with Craig. And yeah. um, they're, they're great. It's a lot of fun. It's a different format, definitely. But it's definitely different from our show. It's, right. It's, yeah. it's more focused. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Unless I'm on it, in which case. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. A little train off the rails. But yeah, uh, Brian, Brian's running some great stuff over there. We mentioned it, I think, in any of our episodes that he also did an episode on because he did a Batman series yeah. a year or so ago. And yeah, they're they're very different episodes, uh, again, but they're it's more Batman content. So if you just want more in-depth versions of like what he touched on in the Bat wrap-ups, yeah. definitely give those a listen. And again, just give them a listen if you're a fan of Batman because they're just – they're different takes, right? Yeah, and just another uh, big thanks to Brian because unlike us – uh, he's done such a good job at plugging our show on his show uh, when you're on it. It's really kind. And I, I, the words that he says. He's a sweetheart. He, he is. He, he really is. There's a reason he's my best gal. You know? <laughs> We're not keeping that bit. <laughs> we are. Um, but no, he, he does a great job at plugging our show. And. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Yeah, thanks, Brian. We also want to thank our friend Scott from over at the bank. <laughs> from over at the bank, which <laughs> to touch back on Brian, <laughs> after he heard a couple episodes of our show and heard the our standard introduction for the bat wrap up, because uh-huh. uh, it's always Brian from the Electric Monster Podcast, Scott from the bank. Brian was <laughs> Brian was like, oh, so is the bank is the bank a podcast? <laughs> Like, is that, is that a show? Does he run a show? It's like, oh, no, he just works at a bank. <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. That is. How many, like, how much time did Brian spend looking on Spotify? Looking for the bank. The bank podcast starring Scott. <laughs> From it. <laughs> <laughs> so i guess i don't know we're just helping scott figure out his next move here <laughs> yeah the ball's in his court yeah um but yeah it's scott longtime friend first time listener uh no, he, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no he uh uh he has a lot of great insight too because he reads the comic books i think i'm probably the only one here that doesn't actively read batman <laughs> but um but, okay. but yeah he he had such a good insight um because he could compare the different batmans to uh how they were portrayed in in comic form yeah, he he definitely kind of offered our our like a uh, comicy aspect of, of Batman as well as you know he's he's grown up with him as well. So it was just it's it's it was like an entirely different perspective from Brian, entirely different perspective from us, but still like that that was something interesting. Is like our guests either like echoed our sentiments or completely said the opposite, which is something I really enjoyed. It was nice hearing something outside of the you and me echo chamber. Yeah, so that was really cool. And no one spoke outside of our echo chamber better than. <laughs> And my son, 
Matteo Patterson, <laughs> the seven-year-old with a heart of gold. <laughs> um, yeah. It was actually six when we recorded these, and then by the time we released our first episode, <laughs> it had turned seven. <laughs> so, yeah, it was really cool. He actually stepped in after one of our guests didn't end up working out for one reason or another, technical difficulties. Yeah. scheduling difficulties, whatever. So we, I was like looking around the house and I was like, who can I talk to? <laughs> uh, the cat just kept running away. And so I was like, Teo, come here. And what a freaking blast that has been. Yeah. Like not just as like a father or anything, but like having a child's perspective on this stuff has been some of the most genuine, heartwarming, like silly Colorful, colorful, definitely colorful <laughs> stuff. And and a lot of that, you know, and I, I don't know if we talked about this at all, but a lot of his stuff comes from he hasn't seen any of these movies. Thank goodness. Right. If, because if, a lot of these Craig's movies are parent. not. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of these are not child appropriate per se. Um, you know, like he saw Batman and Robin for the most part. He's and, but like he definitely saw the Lego Batman movie, but most of them he did not see any of. And so what it was, was me showing him pictures of the bat person or Batcraft. the villains yeah or the Batcraft or whatever i'm like hey what do you think of this one and so he's always just describing um i like the black on this one <laughs> <laughs> and it's like well of course that's what he's saying because it's a visual thing for him it's not like <laughs> contextual but then yeah. we get to the movie we get to like batman and robin and he actually has a lot of things to say about the different people yeah and and then lego and, batman and the movie, blasters I love the blasters. And the blasters. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So, and because he's a kid, he doesn't say, like, guns or <laughs> things like that. He says, um, they're blasters, right? Like, yeah. it's just so sweet. Yeah. It is so sweet. I love that I have this now as, like, this look backable thing mm. for, for, like, when my kid was young. Like, yeah. oh, I get to. But, yeah, like, when we got to, like, a Batman movie, Scott hadn't seen it. Brian didn't have a lot to say about it because he'd only seen it once or twice. But Teo, that's one of his favorite movies. So it was like the reverse of the normal episodes yeah. where like Brian just talked about the colors. Scott only <laughs> talked about. <laughs> Scott didn't even talk about the movie. He talked about like robot chicken. <laughs> and then and then Teo offered all this insight about like how cool he thought certain parts were and like he he went into it yeah. and it was so that was amazing and of course endlessly grateful to him as just my child but yeah it was it was so cool getting to have him here as a guest panelist and i i don't know how to say this next part without sounding super creepy but next season we should definitely have more children <laughs> um, <laughs> i think that that will be just a bunch of a mentors of you know real batmans to their robins right <laughs> <laughs> Additional thanks. I, you know, I, I could not have done this season without the support of my wife, of course, who was the biggest proponent of our show. Because again, I like I, I think I mentioned earlier, this is what I do for a living. I edit and produce podcasts. So I would get to the end of the day, I would be working on shows and be like done with it. And then I would be like, I need a break. And then my wife would be like, no, go work on your show. Now you need to do something that will make you happy. And so she would help either like edit some of my work shows or whatever. And then just like send me in the other room to, to work on our thing. You know what I mean? And so that I endlessly grateful to her for her support. She does not care for this season because she doesn't like Batman, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it was so sweet of her to 
<laughs> try and really push me into working on all this and that yeah, yeah it's just it's it, her support this season wouldn't have happened without her just because uh, you know the the time with which this did come out versus <laughs> oh my gosh yeah same uh on my end with my wife so my wife same you know i have i have two children that can be very loud and i mean it it's been so cool of her to just let me disappear sometimes and edit this or you know record with you or when you were able to come out here and i have i had some days off and she's like yeah spend it with your friend you know don't hang out with me <laughs> you know it, it was uh yeah. really great of her and then from the technical side uh when i've been editing our show or trying to make a goofy commercial or yeah, gift song or and, yeah. or picture that's just just for you and i that no one else sees you know i show it to her and not only will she be like that's really good i can't believe you did that but she'll also be like what if you added this and so she's been a great uh resource just for challenging me to make the art better and right. um, just asking for mo mo yeah super grateful for you jess next uh thank you i guess to our listeners uh, we don't say it enough we don't say it ever <laughs> that's like encompassed within enough but yeah we, we, yeah thank you so much for listening wow for those of you who stuck around why after season one yeah like uh, it's it's insane to me because like listening back to the star wars episodes i'm like wow that's rough that's rougher and then yeah it's it's insane that anybody would stick around through any of those and that you did or that you came along just to learn about batman that's yeah that's awesome yeah, so so thank you. What are the other languages we need to say thank you in? Donkashe. Donkashe. Uh, arigato. Arigato. Sheshe. Uh, yeah, so our podcast, looking back at our uh, statistics for the year from Spotify specifically, we've grown 225% followers-wise. Wow. Uh, we From season we one to a, season two? From season one to season two, just this year alone. Yeah. 225% rise. We have created 718 minutes of new content, uh, which is more than 68% of other creators in the film and TV category of shows, which I feel like is saying something given that like a lot of people have weekly shows and at times we've barely had monthly. <laughs> like- <laughs> So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, Good job, that's, us. That's a lot. Right. Yeah. Pat on our pat on our own back. Yeah. Our streams were up 185% versus this time last year. Wow. Yeah. We've just we were in the top one podcast for 24 people. So 24 people, we were their top podcast. So that's more than just our moms, right? That's that's what do you say? What do you say? All right. <laughs> so yeah, that's a cool these are cool insights that we we wouldn't have had if we didn't wait until the end of the year to record this. But yeah. Of our 13 episodes that came out this year, like it's pretty crazy. 12 countries as well. Wow. What country? So we we reached pretty far this year. So Germany, India, UK, Brazil, Austria, Australia, Netherlands, Canada, South Africa, the Philippines, Nigeria. I mean, it's that is nuts. It's crazy. This this time last year, we we were still like putting out a Star Wars episode. I think we did our Rogue One episode okay, around yeah. this time last year, and this season we we just it's incredible. I'm really happy. So yeah, thank you listeners that listen, that participate, that send us texts or mention it in passing. Be like, dude, just listen to that episode. Hilarious. 
that's all we need. You know what I mean? Like we do this for us at the end of the day. Like this is just our creative outlet and it's fun. But, you know, knowing that anybody wants to listen to this is this whole other thing. And it's, it's crazy to us. So I, from bottom of my heart, thank you. Uh, from the top (laughs) of Tyler's heart. Thank you. Uh, I say top of Tyler's heart. It's really small. So like upper crust, it's on its tippy toes. (laughs) (laughs) And thanks, Bob Kane. (laughs) Thanks, Bill Finger for inventing Batman and (laughs) you, Bob Kane. (laughs) So that is season two of, I have a good feeling about this subtitled. I have a good feeling about this. They fly now. The bats fly now. (laughs) I was talking about, uh, about us because we got our little logo now with our bat bat wings. Bat wings. So again, thank you to anyone that tuned in. On your radio. On the, on the AM radio. Like I said, comes out of Cincinnati certain times of night uh, if the clouds are just right. Thank you to, I mean, you know, just thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Tyler. Thanks for co-hosting with me, buddy. This has been fun. This has been fun. Thank you, Craig, for the same. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for thanking me. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that that's a wrap. And we'll see you in season three. TBD. Yeah. TBD. Two bat determined. <laughs> <laughs> Endings never wear a strong suit. <laughs>
and Nile have a black, black, black with a barely dark gray Christmas. All right, instrumental time. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> I'll be he doing all right with my friend the dark night. I'll have a black, 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 black Christmas. Woo! <laughs> Austin Butler, who? Am I right? <laughs> Great grapes. Great, great, great grapes. <laughs>